Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Renee Report. On today's episode, I am going to be talking about the NFL trade deadline. No, not the superstars, although I do want to talk about them that got traded. I want to talk about the teams that didn't make a move, that stood pat, because I think that is important. And if you want to hear my reaction to the trades that occurred, feel free to head on over to my TikTok or my YouTube, Renee Report, and listen to those reactions. Let's get right into it. The Green Bay Packers didn't do squat. That says a lot, guys. Aaron Rodgers is a back-to-back MVP. The Packers offense, similar to, you know, teams like Tampa Bay or the Rams that are struggling, you know, they didn't make moves. They, they didn't try and get him a wide receiver or another running back to get in the mix. That, uh, that's very interesting. There's only a few reasons that would be the case. The most likely reason would be the Green Bay Packers don't want to give up assets as far as draft picks and equity because they don't think Rodgers is going to be around. They think they need to figure out the future when their MVP caliber quarterback isn't there because right now with the current team they have configured, with their MVP caliber quarterback, or at least was one, isn't getting the job done, and they're way behind the Minnesota Vikings. It tells me they don't think they're catching the Minnesota Vikings. You know, he can come on the, Ma- the Pat McAfee show every single week, put on a smiling face and say that he's so happy and he thinks there's still time. On the football field, that is not his body language. That is not what he's saying. That is not the vibe he's giving off to me, and I think that's shown by the front office not getting him help. The other thing is, they probably tried to get Chase Claypool for Aaron Rodgers, and the Bears tried to offer a second-round pick. I mean, if you're the Packers and you want Chase Claypool, you can't offer a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. That's ridiculous. You're going to have to pay Chase Claypool... You don't even know if he's worth that equity. I'm sure there's a second-round draft pick wide receiver in the next draft who could be much better than Chase Claypool. Nothing against him. I don't think he's bad. But you could certainly draft a Devontae Smith or an A.J. Brown in the second round. It's extremely obtainable. So it doesn't make much sense from that standpoint. They do have young receivers who have not panned out. I would say Dobbs has done quite well. But Christian Watson has been one hell of a bust. The guy hasn't been able to make the field. He's barely caught any passes. He doesn't seem to have any rapport with Aaron Rodgers or understanding of when he's wide open to catch the goddamn ball. To me, I would have traded Christian Watson and a fourth round pick or a sixth round pick and gotten someone stable, a Brandon Cooks. Somebody, you know, even just a Kendrick Bourne, just somebody to change it up that a team would be willing to say, I don't want to pay his contract right now or in the future. Are you willing to take on his contract and what that bestows upon it and give me a young wide receiver that I think I can fix? Because if there's one thing we've learned about the NFL is other teams are convinced they can fix other people's problems. Oh, Kadarius Tony has 15 injuries while he's on the Giants. The Chiefs are like, well, maybe he just plays too much and you guys don't believe in him. No, I think Kadarius Tony's body doesn't agree with him and his ability to play football. 
and he's probably going to be out of the league in a year or two. That being said, maybe it works out for the Chiefs. I don't know. But the I don't know factor is a big deal. You know, when I see Christian Watson, I'm pretty sure I know he gives me Nikhil Harry vibes more than he gives me late bloomer vibes. That being said, there are teams, there are general managers, there are coaches who are going to turn on Christian Watson's highlight film from North Dakota State or whatever college he played for and say, oh my god, this guy's such a talent, I know exactly how to utilize him and what the Green Bay Packers aren't doing with him that I would do. Once you have that I don't know factor, all of a sudden, teams are willing to do things that make no sense. And especially teams that are also in the mud. The Lions, um, you know, the Texans. These are teams that would be willing to give up assets knowing, you know, they're not going to be good in the next year. And I think the Packers didn't really take advantage of that, and it says a lot. The Patriots didn't trade Damian Harris, which surprised me because Ramondre Stevenson seems to have that job locked up. That probably tells me teams weren't calling for Damian Harris more than it tells me Damian Harris and the Patriots didn't want to part ways. Because I think it's best for Damian Harris's career if he'd move on because of how much Ramondre has shown. And I also think it's best for the Patriots for him to move on and show full faith in Ramondre. And when you look at the, the talent that was given, you know, Chase Edmonds was, Zach Moss was given. And these are younger guys, again, with the I don't know factor of maybe that team used him wrong and we'll use him better. With Damian Harris, there is no I don't know. You do know. Damian Harris is very talented and he's going to demand a bag because he deserves a bag. And the issue with players that come from New England is we tend to make them very good. We tend to put them in the right spots to be successful. And then the second they want their money, we say, go fuck yourself. Get it from somebody else who's not going to know how to use, utilize you properly. They don't utilize them properly and their career usually goes downhill. I'm just being truthful for the most part. Obviously, there's Chandler Jones examples that don't work out, but 90% of the guys we let go... The other team doesn't utilize them as well and they play worse. It's the reality. To get back to the point I said originally, pay attention to your team. Take away the Green Bay Packers. What is your team? What is the team you care about? Did they make moves this deadline? Because the Chicago Bears did. That tells me they believe in Justin Fields. That they saw that they know how to utilize him now after the last few weeks of doing so, making him more comfortable like he was at Ohio State using his legs, and they wanted to get him help. I don't think Chase Claypool's the answer, but I will say it helps out Darnell Mooney and it helps out Justin Fields and it shows a lot of faith in Justin. You know, there are other teams like the Bills and the Chiefs that are obviously trying to improve and get better, and Miami, and it makes sense. You know, Miami's saying, we believe in you, Tua. We believe in you, Raheem Mostert. And we're going to try and get someone to change up the mix because we don't believe in Chase Edmonds. Every move on a trade deadline day is saying more than just the trade itself. I know it's obvious, but it is interesting. And again, just pay attention because the Patriots don't believe that much in Mac Jones. We're not going to go out and get Mac Jones a sexy new toy, a sexy new wide receiver. But we did get Tom Brady, Randy Moss. Because he showed us something, and we knew we had, an, we had an it factor, we had a guy on our hands. 
The Patriots don't know that anymore. The Jets don't know if Zach Wilson's their guy. Psst, he's not their guy. These teams that Kenny Pickett, the Steelers don't know that he's their guy. I actually think he's, I like Kenny Pickett. Teams that don't know will show you in transactions. And as someone who likes a quarterback, who hates a quarterback, you need to be attentive to this because it'll tell you where your team's going to head in the future and how confident they are in someone you either hate or like. And you can start to brace yourself for the reality. Because if there's one thing I've learned as a New England Patriots fan is I've had to brace myself my whole life. You know, Wes Welker, Vince Wilfork. I can name about 25 players off the top of my head that I fell in love with that gave their all to the New England Patriots, did everything they could to deserve sticking around, and the creme de la creme did not ever stick around. So be prepared for that, brace yourself, and understand the situation your team is in by what they're showing you. This has been yet another episode of the Renee Report, and I'm out. Peace.